Mercury retrograde has wreaked havoc the last few days for me. I had plans to post a podcast episode with a guest this week, and that has fallen through. So I'm going to do something today that I've never done. I'm going to get really, really, really vulnerable with you and share an aspect of my spiritual practice with you today. I feel called to share this because when I was sitting with my guides down by the river today, they reminded me that my power and my gifts are in vulnerability and in sharing how I've come to do this work, but also my spiritual practices. And your spiritual practices are going to look completely different from mine. But I think it's really important when you're going through an awakening, which lasts years and years and years, by the way, it's never over. It's never done. It's important to be exposed to a lot of different ways of being and different modalities to see what resonates with you. When I first started out on this journey, I got really intimidated by people that were, quote, more spiritual than me and like light language and people who could just predict the future with so much clarity and speak so confidently about others, tap into others' energy so effortlessly really, really intimidated me. And it wasn't until I realized that I'm perfect the way I am and that I am experiencing spirit exactly as I meant to, that I eased up a little bit and realized that I'm on a journey that's unique and your journey is also unique. So if you haven't spent time exploring your own gifts, your own way of accessing spirit, I'd invite you to do that. If you already have and you know what works for you, continue to do it. You don't have to do 50 things. You don't have to light sage and Palo Santo and do a five minute protection chant and channel light language and meditate one hour a day and do yoga and walk outside and uh, collect crystals to be spiritual. So let's just dispel that myth today. You are spirit. You are Mother Earth. You are a creator. You are one with God. And I don't use God often because it reminds me of religion and growing up. And that's why I choose not to use that term. I use spirit. But you can use whatever term you want for this higher power that you know you are connected to. So today, I'm going to take you on a journey. This is how I communicate with my guides. This is how I access my higher self. And this is how I have come to be who I am. It's through the spiritual practice of shamanic journey work. And I just fell into it. I I discovered a meditation one day that took me deeper than I'd ever gone into places that I didn't know existed. And it was in that moment that I knew that was my gift, that that was what I needed to be doing. 
because a lot of other things weren't working for me. <laughs> and I was getting really frustrated. But this is just so natural to me. And I've never shared this before. I've never led a journey in public. But I'm feeling called to today because I didn't have a guest this week. And I think that you're going to enjoy the journey and it will either open up your world to a place that you've been craving or it will at least bring you a sense of peace and calm. So for this episode today, you need to be in a quiet space and you need to have time to sit for at least 20 minutes. If you don't have that time, turn this off now and I don't recommend you listen to this while driving or doing anything else. This is something that is private time, quiet time for you. And generally in shamanic journey work, it makes sense to lay down. Lay down on your back, cover your eyes, get a blanket. And the only time I would say you don't need to lay down is if you're someone who falls asleep really easily on your back. You can also sit up, you can be in nature, listening to this on your phone or your laptop. But you want to be as comfortable as possible and be able to completely relax your body. And I find sometimes sitting up, you're not fully, fully relaxed. Your back can start to hurt. Your hips can start to hurt. So journey work is probably best done on your back. Whether we realize it or not, we are born with guides in this lifetime. Our guides are responsible for steering us in the right direction and giving us nudges, but we have to be open to it. If we're not open and aware, they still send nudges. So if you look back at your life and say, well, I've never gotten any messages, you haven't been paying attention because your guides are giving you messages every single day. And the more you pay attention, the more synchronicities you become aware of. So learning how your guides communicate with you is one of the most powerful things you can learn. And I have found that getting to know my guides through journey work has also been incredibly powerful. But I also found that unless you can bring these messages through the body and really feel your feelings and communicate with your body and the subtle signs that your guides and your higher self are sending you through the body, sometimes the messages will fall flat. And so I want to bring you on a journey today to meet your guides, but also with a warning. Listen to this meditation go on this journey, take notes and integrate, but go back to the basics and learn how to use your body as a communication tool with them. Because you don't have to do journey work to communicate with them. They're communicating with you every single day. And I'll do another podcast about this and I'll get into more detail on the seven layers of the energetic body, but If you haven't listened to my first guest, Natalie Dick, I highly recommend you do because she gives an overview of the seven layers of the energetic body. And I'm happy to go into more depth with you and teach you a little bit more about that. But for some reason, spirit was just calling me today to share this journey. 
So before you begin, I'd like you to think about what you would ask your guides if you meet them. What specific questions do you have? Because you're going to have at least five minutes with them on this journey. Once you know what your questions are, let's get started. So let's take a few deep breaths. And the breath is just connecting you to your body. So inhale through the nose deeply and let your chest and belly expand. And exhale. Let it all out. Let's repeat that a few more times. Inhale. Exhale, relax every muscle in your body. Scan your body for tightness and release it now. Inhale. And exhale. Just melt into the ground wherever you are. Begin to feel into your body and continue this deep breathing. Inhale. Exhale. Connect to the parts of yourself that are tight or uncomfortable and send the breath there now. Continue these deep breathing exercises. And release the tension wherever it lies. Your breath is what is connecting you to yourself, to your body. And now I'd like you to imagine that there is a white light coming down from the heavens and shooting straight into the top of your head. And it's running down the length of your spine and it's going to emerge from your body at your tailbone or the base of your feet into the ground. Let that light radiate through your body and into Mother Earth. You are now connected to the core of Gaia. And as you connect to her, we are going to begin our journey today. I'd like you to imagine now that you're in a place that feels safe to you, a place that you love in nature. Take a moment here to imagine your safe place, wherever that may be in the world. It could be a beach, it could be a forest, it could be a garden, it could be your back porch. But go ahead and find your safe space. Go there now with your eyes closed and continuing your regular breathing now that you're connected to Gaia. I'd like you to take the time to scan your safe place. 
Look around 360 degrees. What do you see? How do you feel? Look down at your feet. Look down at the ground. Feel the calm that comes over you when you're in this safe space. Now in this safe space, you may have missed it the first time, but there's an opening in the earth or a large tree with an opening. Go ahead and find that hole, that open space in the ground now. Make your way to the opening into the earth, into that tree or that hole. And notice how the energy immediately shifts. The temperature cools. And you notice that when you look into this opening, there's a staircase. It looks worn. It looks like it's been tread upon many times before you and it looks ancient. Start to make your way slowly down the stairs and take in the smells and the sounds as you descend into the earth. The staircase is spiral and it's taking you away from the world that you know into a new one. As you descend down the stairs, notice the coolness in the air the dampness and the wetness. Notice the smell. And continue to walk down these stairs until the light becomes dimmer up above you. And your safe place, your world seems far away. And as you reach the bottom of the stairs, it's cool and damp. And you're in a giant cavern. an underground cave, but there's a lot of light streaming in still from various places. And you can see a river, an underground river directly in front of you about a hundred yards away. Make your way across the cave and cross that river in whatever way you see fit. There may be a boat, there may be a bridge, or you may choose to swim. And once you get on the other side of this river, you notice that on this side of the cave, there's a lot of light streaming in. And there's an opening, a very small opening that you can barely fit through on the other side. And you make your way over to that opening. And you crawl out. You have to crawl and get on your hands and knees to get out of this cave. But when you emerge, the light is dazzling. And you found yourself in a field, a beautiful field. It's your favorite season. But this place smells unlike anywhere you've ever been. It's ancient and special. It's filled with love and 
an energy that you can't really put your finger on. And as you scan this field, you see an ancient forest across the way that's older than any forest that you've ever seen. And you make your way barefoot across the field to this forest and it immediately becomes clear that this forest is very old. Older than you can possibly imagine and there's trees you've never seen before and it's dark, but not in a scary way, in a comforting way. There's a path into the forest, stones set in the ground. You step on your first stone and you feel the energy of this place travel through your body. And you make your way down this stone path into the darkness of the forest. Look around, what do you see? What, what creatures, what animals do you see? You might see entities that you're not accustomed to because this is another realm, but there's no need to fear. And at the end of this path, you've come to a pool of water. It's so still that it looks like a mirror. And on the left side of this pool of water, There's a pile of rocks. And you feel like something significant is going to occur here. And I'm going to leave you now at this pool. And I'd like you to stand here and wait because your guide is coming. Your guide has been waiting on you. Take the time to interact with your guide in whatever form they present themselves to you. Ask questions. And when the time with your guide is up, I will let you know and the drum sounds are going to change. So take this time now to interact with your guide.
Go ahead and wrap up your conversation with your guide. Ask any final questions and say your goodbyes. We are now going to head back the exact way that we came when the drum changes. Walk back on the path through the forest. Retrace your steps through the field, back through the cave, over the river, you travel. And back up the steps to your safe space. How did it feel to meet your guides today? Take the next few days to integrate what your guides' messages were to you. Take notes. Keep a journal. Write out whatever feelings you have and had during the journey and pay attention to any insights that come 